time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. Twenty-four minutes to seven on SFM. South Africa's news and information leader. Will the uh, Netbank Cup quarter-final start tomorrow? That's right, tomorrow. We've got a match between Supersport United and uh, Pumalanga Black Aces at uh, tomorrow night. We've got former Orlando Pirates striker, now uh, television analyst Pumuzo Manenja on the line. Pumuzo, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Dwayne, to you and your listeners. Thank you. Let's talk about uh, tomorrow's first tie, Supersport against Black Aces. Both have shown some great potential recently, but uh, an interesting and indeed perhaps uh, tricky tie between these two to start. It will be an interesting tie, Dwayne, because when I look at Aces' side, the last time they played uh, in the league, uh, Mushine Tukral rested most of these regulars uh, for this netbank tie. So they are really taking it serious. When you look on the other side, Supersport United, they... They also saying they want to redeem their season by doing well in this Netbank Cup. So I'm looking forward to an exciting game, but very tactical from the two coaches. I, I do I do want to talk about the uh, big game coming up with uh, <laughs> Mamelodi Sundowns and Orlando Pirates going head-to-head. But earlier in the day, uh, between Free State Stars and Bidvestvitt, should be a cracker. It's the fourth time they're meeting this uh, this very season. What are you expecting, though, in a match that is in the previous three, dished up only one goal? It's an interesting game. We know Gavin Hunt was uh, is still trying to go for the league. But for me, I think uh, Sundowns are going to run away with it. When we look at the Netbank Cup, this is their only opportunity of winning a trophy this season. So I think for me, uh, that game would be an interesting one. But with the players that Vets has assembled this season, I think I'm going to put take it to, to Vets this one. Looking at free state stars, they also have interesting players in the young star that has been included now in the Olympic squad in uh, still looked after. He has been doing well. He has been. He has received a couple of call-ups for the under-23s. You look at Ayanda Nkosi, who has also been developing as a player at Free State Stars. So it will be an interesting game. Free State Stars, on the other end, they've got lots of injuries. Bidvest West, they've got one of their best teams assembled this season. So for me, I'll give it to Bidvest West because of the squad they have and the depth. We'll chat to Yanda Gorsi just a moment to get his uh, views on the match uh, coming up. But let's talk about that evening game on Saturday. Mamalodi Sundowns against Orlando Pirates. Lucas Masterpieces in Muripa Stadium, the venue. But uh, how do you believe Sundowns are going to be coming into this tie, having been knocked out of the CAF Champions League by uh, Vita Club yesterday? They were looking to go for the triple game uh, this season, but unfortunately yesterday they couldn't get enough goals to qualify in the next round for the group stages of the Champions League. They then dropped to the Confed Cup, which Orlando Pirates made it to the final the last time around. Uh, for me, uh, Mamilori Sundowns will really be looking to redeem themselves in the Netbank Cup and really do well against an Orlando Pirates side that is on form. For me, the Orlando Pirates have got a striker in Tandai Indora, who's at the form of, uh, uh, in his form of his life for me, because if you look uh, in the last eight games that Indora has played, he has scored nine goals. So for me, he's really unstoppable. Where will he be getting the balls? He gets the balls from an on-form Mamela who's on the left-hand side. He really does the basics for me. Gets the ball, goes past the defender and whips him the cross. On the other side, on the right-hand side of the Orlando Pirates midfielder, you get the excitement, the pace and the trickery from Tabo Rahale, who then 
knows that on the bench there is a Kalinga that is waiting on for either wingers. Whoever gets tired on the day, you've got Kalinga to come in. So I think that's the strength of Orlando Pirates, the wing play. But looking at Sundowns, they've got, for me, the play of the season. For me, this season is Kama Billiard. Orlando Pirates will, will really have to watch his movement and, and, and the way he makes his runs. But also, how do you stop Billiard? You don't stop Billiard, you stop the, the ball or the supply from Tom Pekekan. So that will be a, a, a mouth-watering tie in the evening on Saturday game. Yeah, I think that really is mouth-watering. And uh, many are, are saying it already. It is the final before the final. <laughs> this is only the quarterfinals. But uh, let's talk about the, the underdog. I mean, Portuguese City was regarded as the underdog in their tie. They came through. Baroka FC knocking out uh, the Montpellier Golden Arrows uh, in, in, to, to make it into the last eight of this competition. They are a side that is uh, proven and has a proven track record as giant killers. But what do you make of that final tie of the quarterfinals in Limpopo? Interesting thing, Dwayne, for me with that tie is, uh, is the derby, Limpopo derby. But uh, uh, interesting enough, then they've not played each other before, be it in a friendly game and be it in 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 in, in uh, official matches. That's how the rivalry is. They don't even play uh, a friendly game against each other. So it will be interesting. The one team on the other end is on top of the league in the NFG, only uh, one point ahead of Highlands Park. So for me. Their, their focus is a little bit divided now. Do they go for the net bank or do they concentrate on getting promotion? But they've got an exciting player in, in Kutumela who has scored 16 goals already this season. The supply is coming from Jake Mukherjee who makes those late runs into the, into the box. If he can't supply Kutumela, then he finishes himself. He's already on, on two goals uh, in the net bank cup. Looking at Pulukwani City, they've not had a, a, one of those great seasons. But for me, they welcome back their inspirational captain in Jabu Malulek in this weekend's time. So for me, he's going to come back into that midfield. Partner Cole Alexander, will Varroka uh, uh, be able to to compete with that experience in, in the midfield? It's a derby day, and I don't know which way it's going to go. Might even go to extra time. Pumuzo, thank you very much for your insights and opinions, and enjoy the weekend's action. All right, my brother. Thank you. CSL Radio Show. SFM South Africa's news and information leader now uh, Free State Stars denied Bibles Fitz a chance to close the gap on the Absa Premiership log leaders Mamalodi Sundowns after they played to a goalless draw over the weekend the sides meeting again on Saturday in the Nedbank Cup quarter finals and uh, I'm delighted to say we've got the exciting young striker of Free State Stars Ayan Nangorsi on the line Ayan thanks for joining us hello Hi, Aaron. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Ah, it's great to have you on. But uh, wow, meeting Bidvestbits for the fourth time this season, and Free State Stars have yet to lose. I mean, does, that surely inspires confidence going into this cup tie. Uh, yes, it does. But uh, you know what they say in football: you never know what's going to. happen. You have to be careful about what's going to happen on Saturday because although they haven't beaten us, they haven't scored a goal against us in three appearances. We need to be sure about that fourth one because we need to make sure because we also want to go far in the cup. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because your your defence has been very impressive against the side that is chasing both the Nedbank Cup and the the Absa Premiership title still. Uh, but but by the same token, on the flip side, you guys have also only scored one goal in those three matches that have been played. I mean, you you expecting another tight match, are you? Uh definitely because after seeing the one. During the week that we had, that was a tough one because we went down to 10 men and it was still tight. So I, I think 11 v 11 is going to be even tighter. 
I think it's going to be an exciting, enthralling affair. But uh, let's talk about you for a moment. Um, I, I do want to ask about, uh, I think your winner against Ajax is around a 32, something that uh, people spoke about. But uh, probably remember you best for your, your winner against Orlando Pirates in the league. Are you, are you happy with your game right now? Uh, yes, yes, I am. I'm from uh, getting much game time. And thankfully, Free State Stars and the coach have, have given me the belief and the hope in my abilities, and I'm actually in a good place right now for my football. Yeah, you do seem to be. I remember your uh, your time at Maritzburg United might not have been quite so happy. I don't want to talk about that uh, necessarily. Yeah. But, 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 I mean, you, you must also feel quite inspired playing with uh, a guy that effectively started your uh, PSL career. I mean, Bradley Carnell has uh, been quite influential in your uh, professional career, hasn't he? Uh, yes, he has. He's, he's the whole reason I'm actually playing in the PSL right now, and I'm thankful for that, and being under his tutelage as a coach and as a mentor has helped me a great deal. What's Salinas like, though? I mean, from a, a game plan perspective, from a structure perspective, he's, uh, he's somebody that you look at the results and you're going, if he had been in charge the whole season, the Free State Stars would be top four right now. But what's it like playing under him? Uh, it, it, it's great, actually, because he's, he's a very tactical coach. He likes his tactics. He likes us being focused, but... One thing he he, he he thrives upon, our defense needs to be solid. And you cannot lose games if you, they, the opposition does not score. And when we have the ball, he wants us to play freely and he wants us to just attack the opposition. How have you found playing with uh, this uh, Silo Jafta, who's, who's also uh, shot to prominence in recent times? Uh, oh, it's quality, quality football. Bad that he was found at such an early age because... Now he's got more time to develop and hone his skills properly. And I believe he's going to be great quality for the of South Africa. Talking about honing skills and uh, developing properly, I mean, uh, you, you're one of the footballers who's actually invested in your own education uh, rather than focus entirely on football. And sure, while as a professional player, you need to focus on, uh, on football now. Um, yeah. you, you have a degree from the University of Johannesburg, don't you? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I've got a degree in Decom Economics and Econometrics, and most most of it was because of my family, because they 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 told me that at any time your career could end. God willing, it doesn't. But when it something to fall back on, instead of always having to go back to football, and you can go pursue other things than football. Well, I think you, you you might have had a few timely reminders of that sort of uh, uh, career-ending possibility when you look at Free State Stars, that injury ravaged the squad has been this season. Uh, I mean, the, the injuries to, to everyone from Felicia to Ngobo at one stage to uh, Temba Shabalala, I think he's still out for the remainder of the season. Yeah. It must be pretty frightening when you when you see so many of your teammates going down around you. Yes, it's, 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 a, scary, it's a scary thought knowing that at any moment that could be you, but... I feel it's part of the game. It's what we signed contracts for. We knew that it's, it's a contact sport, and sometimes these things happen. And hopefully, all my teammates that have been injured are going to come back better and fully fitter uh, next season. Do, do you feel the extra pressure though to perform, knowing that uh, injuries have actually left your strike department relatively thin? Uh, honestly, uh, yes, I do, but. Uh, there's this one, one quote that I always remind myself about is that pre- pressure creates diamonds. So if I can thrive under pressure, then everybody will start seeing my talent. And 
thankfully, in a couple of games that I've had, I've been able to take on that pressure and help the team out. That's that's straight out of the uh, Steve Gumbella philosophy uh, book, that one. <laughs> but, look, uh, you, you are somebody, though, that uh, that's shown some real quality about your game, and uh, I think your, your incisive running, your, the way you hold up the ball and combine with teammates, uh, you know, you, you, you've got a pretty good all-round game. You can finish as well. Um, but in terms of your team setup, there's there's still a long way to go yet. But if you were to win the Nedman Cup, what would it mean to, to Free State Stars? Um, well, for, for most of the players playing at the club right now, it would be their first uh, chance at silverware in their careers. And I feel that it would mean a lot to a club like Free State Stars who have developed players from your Tawo Matlavas to your Poma Colas who have been two Free State Stars. It's going to show that uh, all the... All the the, 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 the time spent on finding talent and everything has finally paid dividends. In terms of uh, in terms of free state stars in the Absa Premiership, I must ask. I mean, you you didn't look like you were going to be challenging for a top eight position uh, in the start of the season, but things have looked uh, really bright for you in recent times. At the moment, you're one point off seventh place in the uh, in the league standings. Uh, what's what's the aim from a free state stars perspective for for the season? Simply claim a top eight finish, uh, or uh, when, when when the coach first came in, it was merely just to make sure and ensure that uh, we, we're in the Africa Premiership next season. But as things have gone and they've gone our way, now the team has, has, has been rejuvenated and we've set ourselves a target as well that we want to reach the top eight, even though it wasn't our goals at the beginning. It's a possibility right now and it's, it's risky not to take a risk. So why not take the and try and get into the top eight? I do want to ask you uh, one final thing. As a, as a young footballer who's, who's experienced a few highs and lows already, how satisfying is it still being out on that pitch, getting the opportunity to do what you perhaps dreamt of doing one day? Uh, it's, it's really amazing because when I was at my lowest, uh, I, could have, I could have chosen a way out. I could have just gone back to school. But after three days, I was given me the opportunity to, to play ball again. Uh, the feeling in the stadium is just exhilarating. It's amazing. It's, there's, there's no feeling like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to God and the, the, the management of Free State Stars for giving me the opportunity yet again because I don't know what I'd do without that feeling. Well, I, and I tell you what, your uh, your football has been even more impressive than your hairstyles out on the pitch. But uh, it's, 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 great, it's great to chat to you. And listen, best of luck against Midwest on Saturday. Uh, thank you very much, man. Sorry. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. This is Ben, South Africa's news and information leader. We uh, like to focus on a couple of footballers from time to time and uh, just bring you uh, more in-depth and more personal interviews about the uh, men who do battle in the Absa Premiership. Uh, well, you might have heard the news story that uh, Colin Arrows and uh, Ryan Chapman parted ways fairly recently, but uh, he's a man who's still under contract at Bidvest Fitz. Uh, we've uh, got him on the line to talk about uh, what's been happening in uh, the world of football and his world of football in recent times. Ryan Chapman, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hi, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. Listen, I've got to ask you, I mean, uh, the last time we chatted, you were scoring winners against Sundowns for Arrows at the start of the season, and uh, looking good, you were enjoying your game, playing a high-tempo, quality game uh, down the flanks, and uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, you're you're not part of the plans for uh, for a little while. It's just, just down to the nature of football? 
Yeah, basically just down to the nature of football. I mean, I was doing a lot at a stage, and then after that, I think I took a little bit of dip in form. And then, yeah, recently the club uh, basically let me know that they were looking to prepare for next season, and obviously because I was on loan, they they thought it best that we just part ways. Yeah, I see a couple of the loan players have uh, parted ways with the club, including Mwapu Mosondo, who's uh, on loan from uh, Orlando Pirates, or was on loan from uh, Orlando Pirates. But, but let's talk about you at the moment. Yeah, I mean, are you finding yourself at the moment just uh, just training by yourself? Because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you you can't technically train with Bidvestvitz at the moment, or at least you can't play for them at the moment, eh? Hey? Yeah, that's correct. Because I was basically told that uh, it wasn't necessary for me to train with the team, obviously because they were looking to build for a new season, which I accepted. And yeah, I can't, I can't train with both either, and I can't train with another team either because I'm basically I was on loan there, so the chances of me playing for the rest of the season are none. Yeah, but but in trying to keep fit though, is it difficult to keep yourself motivated when you're not playing with a with a group of players, when you're not playing with uh, the guys that you know, um, will, will get that reward of running on at uh, at the weekend and getting some competitive game time? Yeah, it has been a little difficult, but also I've got uh, some great friends that are always in the gym and that, so they are, you know, it's a little kick when I'm feeling down and take me with them, and yeah, so, you know, I haven't had an issue up to now. Okay, let's talk about uh, Ryan Chapman behind the scenes. Uh, Ryan Chapman, the type of player though that's exciting to watch, I mean, you, you've always been that sort of uh, player that we're... Uh, you're the type of player you'd buy a ticket to go and watch a game of football uh, for, but... Who, who inspired you? Who who was your role model, your idol go, growing up? Oh, growing up I had a couple. I think maybe the biggest one is probably watching Ryan Giggs. Oof. Yeah, I thought he was just he was something else. And I mean, model professional, never in the news, always always just focused on the game. I thought that was great. <laughs> well, definitely one of the players that I looked up to and told me, oh, he's old scandal or whatever, but that's the issue for another day. <laughs> yeah, it, it eventually got to that uh, that situation, I suppose. But uh, but no, I think I think you're right. I mean, uh, the, the, the very few people, I think, could criticise uh, Ryan Giggs' career throughout. I mean, he had a, an astonishing career, and certainly it yeah. didn't seem to be anything uh, <laughs> anything going on or, or untoward. <laughs> but, Ryan, you know, one of the things that I think many footballers failed to to quite deal with, particularly early on, is uh, dealing with the fame. How, how have you been able to deal with the, the fame of being a footballer? I never actually struggled with it because I have a family that kept me grounded, so from day one, it's never really affected me. Just kind of took in my stride, and if ever they thought that I was getting out of line, they gave me a big conversation, sit down, so I've never really had a problem with it. If I could ask you about coaches, though, when you look back at your career, who's the best coach you've worked with? <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, there's, a, there's a couple of coaches that I work with. Even some that I never played under that I thought were very good coaches. It's just, you know, sometimes in football, you don't have the same views. So there's been, there's been a couple. Like most of the guys that I have worked with have been good in their own way. Ryan, let's talk about behind the scenes. I mean, um, when when you start uh, family, when you start getting older, uh, there, there are a lot of questions that get raised. I mean, when you when you look back at your career and what you've achieved and uh, the experiences you've been through, what what sort of life's lessons would you say you would like to one day pass on to your children? Sure, that's a bit of a difficult. I mean, just to to never let anything knock you down. You always got to keep your head up and keep going. And if you really want something and you work hard enough for it, you will achieve it. 
You've been to so many places. Uh, if you could, if you could pick one of those places to go on holiday, where would that be? Uh, definitely Cape Town. Oh, oh. Yeah, Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> Winter, so, summer, I just love it. Uh, are, you, are you the type of guy, though, um, on a separate note, that uh, that that eats uh, eats a lot of sweets in your spare time? I know you're a professional athlete, but I know that there are many that enjoy the odd cupcake or sweet or chocolate or something along those lines. No, I don't really have a sweet tooth. I'm more of a savoury person, but yeah, <laughs> every now and then I'll get involved. When you play, you are you one of those players who enjoys listening to some music before you, you actually get out into the pitch? And, and if so, what, what do you listen to? I do, but also it depends which team you're at, because some teams like to sing before the game. Yes. Bit, you know, it's a bit unsocial to be sitting on your iPod or whatever listening to music while they're singing. So, so it's a yes and no. Okay. Uh, let's but when, when I do actually listen to music, then it's like rap, hip-hop, EDM, you know, all over the show. Ah, we, we could probably listen to the uh, the same music then. So so if I came over to your place yeah. and we were going to listen to music, what, what would you prepare for supper? <laughs> what did I prepare for what, what would you cook for supper? I think it, supper? it would have to be something along the lines of chicken, because that's standard and that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Maybe you, chicken pasta or... Uh, <laughs> well, at least you didn't say takeout. No, no, no. I'm also not as much takeout, eh? Ryan, what do you regret not doing in, in, in your life? I think maybe traveling a bit, but that's also because of soccer commitments. You know, the time that we get off, you, you can't have to spend with your family. And I think that's about the only thing, but that I can always get to later on. Do you still have these, uh, these these grand dreams and goals that you want to achieve? And, and, and if so, what's what's standing between you and those goals? I think playing time. <laughs> <laughs> I think playing time. Yeah, definitely a bit of playing time. But I think I still have, I still have quite a bit to offer. Yeah. Kind of getting into my farm, and so, yeah, just need to be playing regularly. You, know, you look at guys like Dylan Shepard, who's, who's nearly 38, and you've got to say that. Exactly. Yes, uh, yeah, I've still got I've still got a lot left in the uh, in the tank. Um, there's, there's a few players that have got some embarrassing moments out on the pitch. I mean, uh, you know, remember the Munit Josephs with his teeth popping out and uh, catching that was publicised all around the world. In fact, I mean, but um, some footballers have some some interesting moments that have happened. What's your most embarrassing moment in in football? Jeez, uh, I don't have like something that's embarrassing in that kind of way but for me I think one of the things that was about was getting a red card while I was still at Santos for for basically trying to slide to keep the ball in and I kicked the, the, the corner flag I kicked the ball out and I got a second yellow for that <laughs> that is mildly embarrassing I don't, I don't remember that yeah. from Santos days but look when it comes it was against Celtic I think it was a cup game and we got beaten like 4-5-0 something like that Oh my word! Okay, well, cup yeah, games, it was, cup games are upon us again with the Nedbank Cup. Final question for you: What's what's your uh, biggest strength? My biggest strength. Hmm. I think I can. I think what well, like in terms of soccer, yeah. In terms of anything, but uh, I, I'd like to focus on soccer. Yes. Okay. Um, I think I'm level-headed. I'm calm, and I can use both legs. Oh, that's a huge one. Actually, that that really is a big one. <laughs> I think you can count yeah. on one hand sometimes the, the guys <laughs> who can actually use both legs. But listen, Ryan Chapman, thank you very much for your time and uh, listen. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the training. I look forward to eating some chicken when I pop over to your place. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm your pleasure. Anytime, Blake. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show.